In this episode, you will see my partner, Aaron, interview me as I share with you more about Born Unbreakable, the book. Uh, That was actually one of my struggles is feeling like my truth could be the betrayal of someone else. But the, the, the lens that I took was personal responsibility. If I can be vulnerable and I can encourage people to be who they are, then I've done what I wanted to with this book. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. My mission is to help you crush your self-limiting beliefs and embrace being unapologetically you. The Born Unbreakable podcast brings you inspirational stories from all over the world that will empower you to unlock your unbreakable spirit. I'd love to partner with you on your next breakthrough. Go to bornunbreakable.com to schedule a free transformational call. Action begins today. Are you looking for a one-stop shop in Las Vegas where you can comfortably stay and host an event? Athena Estate is located in Southwest Las Vegas, just 10 minutes from the Strip and offers everything you need. On over an acre of land, this indoor-outdoor venue is perfect for an intimate retreat, a small wedding, or a milestone birthday. We offer a variety of packages and services that will fit your needs and your budget. Book with us by December 26th and receive 20% off your stay or event. Visit staydorado.com, that's S-T-A-Y-D-O-R-A-D-O.com to learn more. We look forward to customizing your next experience. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast, episode number 147. You might be wondering, Coach Des, where have you been Why are you a little off on your podcast schedule? It's for a reason. I've been working really hard and I'm so excited for the next podcast episodes that we have ahead for you. We're doing something really special today. In this episode, you will see my partner, Aaron, interview me as I share with you more about Born Unbreakable, the book that will be coming soon. So I hope that you enjoy this episode, getting to hear a little bit more from me versus uh, me interviewing someone. It's a little different and you're going to see more of this. And I, I am in my Brene Brown vulnerability, opening my heart to you, inviting you further into my world. I hope that this is something that you enjoy. It's certainly something that is helping me to grow as a person, as a podcaster, as a new author. And speaking of authorship, just a little plug for Lewis Howes. If anybody's watching this video and this podcast episode on YouTube, you could see the Greatness Mindset book behind me. I actually have a hundred copies that I bought when I was at Lewis's Summit of Greatness this past fall and very excited to be able to spend one-on-one time with him in April with a bunch of other amazingly awesome, open-minded, entrepreneur-oriented, driven, ambitious people. So I will tell you more about that when that happens. But if you haven't picked up the book, 
go check it out. And if you are really paying close attention to this episode, if you are the first person to drop me a DM at Born Unbreakable on Instagram, I will send you a copy of his book for free. So if you're the first one, hit me up, Born Unbreakable on Instagram, and you will get the greatness mindset in your mail to you personally. Okay, with that, enjoy this episode of Aaron interviewing me. Hey guys, welcome to the Born and Brigo podcast show. I'm Aaron Aguilar, the behind the scenes and producer of the show. I'm here with Coach Des. I know her as Little Des, and everybody else knows her as Desiree Maya. What's going on? Here to talk about a book today. Yes, and we are starting <laughs> off the road to the releasing of your book, Born Unbreakable. Yeah. And why? Why a book? What is it about? Let's just get right into it. What's, um, so you're, you're, most people mm-hmm. will do this when they've already released the book, but we're taking everybody on a journey. So first of all, why write a book and why now? Yeah. I Really, the reason was to be able to help people overcome their self-limiting beliefs. That's what Born Unbreakable, the book, is about. But it started with the ending of my previous partnership. Mm. I did a podcast called Bliss Beyond Fear a couple years ago with a friend that was the polar opposite of me. And the idea was for us to, despite our differences, come together to help women to find their joy, their confidence, their self-worth. And it was an awesome journey. We did 69 episodes together. And then life took a turn. She moved in a different direction. And I needed to make that decision of whether I wanted to go solo. And so I had to overcome my own self-limiting belief of doing that. And so that's really the start. And and it's okay because like Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown and Beyonce, it's okay to go solo. Yeah. So, but going back to that time Mm -hmm. of you, we talked about this before in the last interview of, you know, how, how it was that whole, you know, time in your life at changing and and going off on your own. And we are into pretty much 148 episodes. Mm -hmm. So it's going pretty good. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and now you're coming out with the book. So. I know nowadays everybody's coming out with a book now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, why is it important for you that you come out with a book? And what's like, you know, the, the you know, I mean, because let's face it, right now it's like, you know, do people re- read books still? Do, you know, um, are people, uh, I know that a lot of people do the audio books now. Right. You know, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, why is it important for you and your industry to mm-hmm. come out with a book? I think my belief is that everyone has a unique story, and I'm no different. Uh, I had that fear initially, and my writing coach said this would happen, was where all these stories have been told in the past. You know, like in my industry, there's the Tony Robbins, the Lewis Howes, the Ed Milets, and all of these great coaches that have profound stories, but... I think every person's story is different. I also think that I can be a person that helps people to share their own stories because they might see a little bit of themselves in me. You know, being a minority, being Asian, being a woman, 
being somebody who has some beliefs that are a little bit different than what I would say is the norm in our society, I think can be encouraging to others. So that's an important platform to stand on. And we're also in a time that's unique too. You know, maybe somebody had similar things to say 10, 20, 50 years ago, but we're in a different time. I want to be able to tell that story for this time and I want to be able to leave a legacy for my, you know, my nieces, the people that I influence and for, for people that will come along in the future. And Is there somebody this. that comes to mind of an author that has impacted you? Oh, man. So many authors. Uh, you know, one of the ones that I was so inspired by was, was reading Michelle Obama's, you know, story. And, and even Barack Obama's as well. I mean, I write about them, you know, in my book. I speak about them as, as leaders. I think, you know, being able to come out and talk about hardships that you faced and, and really the triumphs, you know, that are out there. I think that is such an important thing. But that's definitely Michelle there, There's a woman that you talked about before, and I forgot her name, but it was... Uh, this lady that wrote this wrote this book. Yeah. Who was that again? That Elizabeth was... Gilbert. Yes. Yeah. And what was unique about her story? Yeah. So Elizabeth Gilbert, the book that I was given when I went through my first divorce, yeah. I was 25 years old. I was so embarrassed to tell this leader at my firm that I was going through a divorce because I was worried about being judged. Another self-limiting belief. She sent me that book in the mail called Eat, Pray, Love. It came out in 2007, right before, uh, the year before I got divorced. And it was about a woman who just was at a, and it's a true story, yeah. you know, was fed up in her life, was in her 30s, had a lot of success, but was unhappy in her marriage and ended it, I think, to the chagrin of many people, yeah. but then went on a voyage, went to Italy, went to India, went to Indonesia and just found herself. And I thought that was really cool. It inspired me a lot. And the reason why I ask you that is because... You know, nowadays, it seems like anybody can write a book. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you have people that will just hire a ghostwriter, people that actually, you know, read a book. I mean, people that are relevant, uh, people who are just celebrities. You know, there's a tell-all book. Everybody wants to come out with a book. So sometimes it gets kind of saturated. Mm -hmm. So when somebody um, writes a book who actually impacts somebody's life, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's very, it's, 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 uh, I think that's, where, where it's most effective. So you writing this book, you know, I mean, you talk about the Obamas, you know, and they're, they're leaders, they're iconic, they're in history. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, they are very inspiring. Right. But like this girl Elizabeth, this yeah. author, mm -hmm. I feel like that can be something, that's, that's where you're, where, where I can compare that, compare you to her, is that well, your book may help somebody one day. That's right. You know, uh, beside it being stories, you know, is, is, are you doing some sort of method or your teachings? Yeah. Or, you know, is this book more, is it a little bit of both? Yeah, it's, I, I think it's unique because I am sharing things from a few different lenses. One is my own, so you'll get to see a lot more vulnerability from me. I think in my show, you don't often get to hear from me because I'm interviewing people, so that's one lens. The second lens is through my guests and sharing their stories that align with self-limiting beliefs that I'm trying to help other people overcome. And the third you know, lens is really um, about a method that I have put together called A5. And it's really a methodology of how you break down a self-limiting belief. So I'm not gonna go over the whole thing today, but just in short form, um, 
the, the A's stand for, first you have to assess, analyze, adjust, act, and align. And the whole book covers each of those steps in great detail. And just like everything, music, art, you know, books, there's a certain demographic. Who is this book for? Mm -hmm. You know, the interesting thing, it's a really good question, um, is there's room for everyone in here because I believe that we all struggle with self-limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a teenager that's trying to figure out your identity right now, whether you're someone that's discovering their sexuality, you know, or, you know, maybe you're at a pivot point in your life where you've done something for a long time career-wise and you want to make a change or you're looking to make a shift in a relationship. We all get to certain points where there's some limitation that usually stems from past trauma or a past experience, or the judgments of others that will keep us from pursuing something different. So I think there's a little bit of something in here that everybody can gain from. You know, when you thought about writing a book, mm -hmm. and I'm sure many people do, you know, what is that first step? I mean, because I, I know a lot of people, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who would love to sit down and write a book, you know? Yeah. But then you're going, okay, well, obviously I would love to do that, but where, what's that first step in writing a book? Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go about it. I knew that I wanted to go a fast route, and I knew yeah. that I wanted to do it in a way that was of quality, so I went to an expert. I decided to go directly to a writing coach, and it was actually per the recommendation of somebody who came on my show and had just finished working with her because their book actually did come out. Her name is Tia Graham, and she wrote an amazing book on happiness, and she's the founder of uh, Arrive at Happy. And uh, having a coach has fast-tracked the process, I think, for me because of the accountability. This isn't a ghostwriter, no. right? This no. Because I, I know a lot of people think that, you know, yeah. like, you know, did you just sit down and tell everybody about your life and they, and they go through it, which is... A lot of people which, do that. Which I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people do do that. And obviously, some of these celebrities are people that have just, they don't have the time, mm -hmm. you know, but people want to hear from them. Absolutely, you know? yeah. But, but you actually sat down and wrote this whole book. Yeah, I actually submitted the manuscript today for, to the copywriter and to my writing coach. I had to go through first a whole editing process. So when you go through a program... Um, I went through LA writing coach, Ashley Mansour is my coach, who's phenomenal. Uh, highly, highly recommend her. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out yeah. to Ashley. Uh, and that's, there's, there's a whole journey. And I think one of the biggest things I appreciate about her process and her program is the mindset that you get into. Because I think when I hear from a lot of people, they've had books in them that have taken them several years to write because of fits and starts. It's like you start putting pen to paper, you get the self-limiting beliefs, the doubts, the, the thoughts and feedback from other people, and then you just stop, you know? Yeah. Um, Ghostwriters, I think, are very interesting and intriguing. I think for me, it was really important for me to go through this process so people know that I took that time and that dedication to, to, this, to this process, and I wanted to honor that, you know, integrity. Now, should anybody be worried about this book coming out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. you, I mean, so sometimes, you know, in people's stories, you yeah. have to use your real life experiences. That's right. Some yeah. of them embarrassing. Some of them are, uh, you're confessing mm -hmm. stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and I know a lot of people will, uh, will use that to sell a book, but sometimes that's what people 
want to hear is mm. the real raw stuff from you. Yeah. So, I mean, is there, is there any way that should be worried, you know, from the past or, you know, your family? No, you know, but that is one of the hardest things to do when you're writing something that is nonfiction <laughs> because it's a real story. Uh, that was actually one of my struggles is feeling like my truth could be the betrayal of someone else. But the, the, the lens that I took was personal responsibility. So despite me talking about things like a business breakup or even divorce, it wasn't about telling the story of those individuals. It was about the journey of what I decided when those moments in my life occurred and how I took those instances and found my strength my resilience and the lessons that I took from those experiences. So it was really actually, in my assessment, you know, almost paying respect to those individuals that allowed me to, you know, go through something difficult and overcome an adversity. Okay, let me ask, let me ask in a different way. Did you have to ask somebody permission? <laughs> <laughs> um, the only people that I really felt that I wanted to ask permission was if I was telling someone else's story, yeah. then absolutely, you know. Um, and th those are always told in a light of stories that they have already told publicly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. so nothing that is revealed that is some, somebody's secret that they haven't discussed, um, you know, in a public forum already. You know, and, and, you know, of course, you know, that's, that's just the... The nature of the business from writing a book, everybody you know wants to hear the scandal, the real stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But obviously, this is you're using your personal experiences, yeah. which I think people would really love to read about. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's to get to know you, um, and especially where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Like you know, sometimes I think in your field with live coaches, you, you kind of want to know, and maybe this is just a guy thing, but you want to know if the person who's telling you something, if do they really know what they're talking about? Mm -hmm. So. I mean, that, uh, I think, is very important. And now, you writing the book, did you have any emotions writing the book when you were writing this? I mean, because you're reflecting, you know, going through all your past experiences. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, 100%. There is laughter, tears, you know, a, a ton of reflection. I think the exercise of writing a book is one of the most revealing things that you could do, and... It's, it's something that accelerates your growth as an individual because I had to actually sit there and reflect on uh, the challenging things that have happened to me uh, in ways that I don't know if I actually had taken the time to do before. You know, I've talked about the death of my father, um, and even though that happened to me when I was young, it still hits me in different ways, especially when I embark on milestones in my life and I turn around and recognize that he's not there. That's a difficult thing for me. You know, I, I look at the dark time of my first divorce and I was, I don't think, very mature. And I contemplated suicide and I talk about that in the book and that was a really difficult thing, you know, for me to go through. Um, and in fact, I, for the very first time, I haven't discussed this in my show. And I think the first place that I have actually said it was that I'm going through a second divorce. Yeah. And that's, there's so much, you know, I think associated with that, um, that, that I had emotionally. Um, so I, I do talk about that yeah. in this book. 
And, and we're going to be going through the sections of the book, you know, we're doing a little series here, you mm -hmm. know, and, um, you know, this, this first episode definitely want to, you know, get into the beginnings of it, you mm -hmm. know, um, what is, what is something that you're expecting mm -hmm. from this book? I mean, the, 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 the impact. Yeah. One of the biggest things is vulnerability because I, I know that if I can put myself out there and share with people things that are scary, it's an encouragement for, for people to do so. So, for example, I think mental health is one, one element where I do talk about going to therapy, the kinds of things I discuss in therapy. Uh, and I think that's shunned sometimes, is, is asking for help when you, when you need it. Um, and social media today, I talk about this too, is... It's about keeping up with the Joneses, looking good, getting likes, getting, you know, all the different things that people look at. It's, it's a big game of comparison. You know, how do you show up compared to this person or that person who's acquiring this? And, and it's, it's, it's almost like a double-edged sword. And so I want people to be vulnerable. But I think the most important message that I have is the message that people all, all know from my podcast, which is to be unapologetically you, which is to accept your truth. And I promise that if you do, the right people will rally around you. There have been things that I've revealed about myself only recently, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And believing in non-monogamy was one of them. Yeah. I also talk about in there, and I, I think that will gain a lot of criticism yeah. because that is not something that is um, widely accepted in our society. And so did I really need to put that in there? It's who I am. So yeah. I did, you know? So there's things like that, that if, if I can be vulnerable and I can encourage people to be who they are, then I've done what I wanted to with this book. And now we, we've talked about this before, you meet, you meet a lot of people in different settings, in different social settings, and, and, and even in, in professional settings. You always say that you'll start a conversation with somebody, and they will just open up to you. Mm -hmm. you know? I think be, the reason for that is because it's you're very easy to talk to. You, know, you have that non-judgmental kind of like vibe. You mm -hmm. know? So for somebody, for these people that, that, that kind of just pour out to you because I'm pretty sure and this has happened a couple of times we've talked about this where you'll start a conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden two, three hours later <laughs> go by you know and, and they're just pouring out their heart to you you know what I mean mm -hmm. and I mean and then for you it's like you can't really be when you, it's, it feels good to help somebody yeah. you know what I mean in that present moment uh, but I think writing this book can kind of you know give everybody that advice do you feel like every time you talk to somebody does this kind of seem to be the same thing that you're telling people? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's creating psychological safety. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that many people today do not feel like they have a safe space. There's a little piece of them that they withhold because it's not widely accepted. Like I said, whether it's your, your sexuality, something about your culture, or, you know, you were raised in a way that systematically had certain beliefs and ties associated with it, and you deviated you know, from your family norm or your circle of friends that you kind of started with and all of a sudden started to think something different. And you've, anytime you feel like different 
an outcast on the outskirts, like you color outside the lines, and the people that you can associate with all of a sudden become smaller, it's more difficult for you to find that circle of trust. And so you walk around with a mask on to appease other people. And I don't ever want anyone to feel like they have to be anyone other than the true essence of who they are. And that's why I listen. And that's, you know, my hope is that people can feel at least as they're, whether they're listening to my book or reading it, that for that moment in time, they have that safe space. You coach people at work. You know, you coach friends and family that you come into contact with. Uh, there's even other, other people that may reach out to you, you know. But writing this book and once this goes out there, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Is there something that people can do to, once they read your book, maybe get closer to you, maybe kind of discuss you know, because I know there's so much, I mean, the, a, a book can kind of give your f- basic foundation of, of, of what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. But can we expect maybe something that people can either uh, um, have a, a, either like a group or one-on-one setting? We, you know, we're thinking about massive masterminds that may come out in the future. I mean, yeah. is, there, is that something people can look, kind of look forward to? Yeah. You know, because I feel like once people, you know, read this book, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay, well, I, I, you know, maybe some people want to go further, you know, because I know you had you had uh, the Boss Bay program. Yeah, I did. You know, that helped out. I mean, and that was for more of like the younger women, right? You know? And and sometimes uh, there are people that maybe have this. They, they might have this, uh, you know, epiphany or something where they need to get their life together. <laughs> and, and 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 sometimes it happens at twenty. Sometimes it happens at forty. Sometimes it happens at sixty. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, do, do you, is there something that people can, can go to to maybe get more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. of, a, of, of a, I guess, an interaction with you to help them? Absolutely. I, well, you know, one way is through one-on-one coaching. I do talk about that in my podcast. I do, I do offer that. My spots are very limited. So that is one way. But I actually am coming out with a new way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be coming out with retreats. Ah, yes. um, and so there's actually four retreats that I've designed, uh, actually with the help of my writing coach, who's been so supportive of me branching out with my brand of Born Unbreakable. Um, and the first retreat will be this year. In a couple of months, after the logistics are nailed down, I'll be able to announce that. But I can tell you that the title of it is Limitless. Yes. Um, there will be 10 spots available, so still very intimate setting. Um, and I do hope to create something that can you know, touch more people, um, probably you know, through more of uh, like learning courses and things that people can buy in a digital format that's affordable. Um, but I do want to create that intimacy doing um, retreats coming Do you soon. feel like it's better for some people to be in a group setting or is it more better to be one-on-one? I think it's different, yeah. you know, depending on what people need. The value, I think, of intimate groups is not just getting the support on advancing and accelerating your goals and being held accountable from a coach like me, but it's the beauty of connection networking and friendship and community of like-minded people that all of a sudden become friends too. So now you have an extended circle. And I'm one of those people that say that you are a product of you know the people that you spend the most time with and why not be surrounded with people that are elevated like yeah. you. You know, in movies, uh, um, comedy, music, uh, you know, everybody has uh, a cadence or a style. 
you know, in comedy, you have, you know, the way people tell a joke. In movies, the way people direct them, you know, the style. In writing a book, is there a couple of authors that you maybe grew inspiration from? You know, because, you know, some people will, you know, as they're looking towards doing a piece of work, you're going to kind of derive a little bit of style. Are there some people, some writers out there that you kind of getting some inspiration from? Yeah, it's a, that, that's a good question. It's funny. One of the exercises we had to do in our writing program, the very first exercise was to look at all the people that you admire in your genre and see what it is that they write and how they do that. So for me, um, Ed Milet and Lewis Howes, Gabby Bernstein, I've read books of theirs, very much enjoy their style because it's honest. Um, but they all have different experiences. So I think for me, there was a little bit of that flavor, but I think I have my own unique, you know, vibe <laughs> because, yeah. because I think that's the beauty, right? Is like, I, I'm a little quirky myself and, you know, uh, not a big cursor, but you know, there might be a moments. Oh man, do we, do we put parental advisory, <laughs> explicit, explicit lyrics it's not, it's not on really the front? Too explicit, but you know. It's, I, I think it's a very honest portrayal of my life and what I've gone through. So um, while, while I think it will be in that genre of all those names that I mentioned, it will, it will be uniquely, uh, it has its own personality for sure. Yeah. Now, of course, with every book nowadays, they have an audio version. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask this first. Before <laughs> I ask you who is going to narrate it, if you could have anybody narrate your book or read it for the yeah. audiobook, who would it be? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. <laughs> His voice is so soothing. Yeah. He just has a lot of poise. I think he also speaks in a way that's so eloquent that you keep paying attention. Um, I mean, it, it would be kind of funny to hear Barack Obama speak of a non-monogamy, you know, yeah, on that part right? of book, Like, who wouldn't want know? to hear that? I have to give a shout out to my sister because at some point I know she wants to read something. So I'm going to figure out how to get her incorporated. Um, but this first book will be uh, read by, by me. Okay. Now, you are, your background is Filipino. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, is there possible, you know... A book in Tagalog? Like, can you is that <laughs> the Tagalog version? Yeah, the version. It'd be like Taglish. Yeah. You know, my my Tagalog isn't um, what my grandmother would probably want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> she would have made me practice with her more if she was alive. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe there could be some bonus yeah. features where there there's some some good things or something in Tagalog. Speaking of bonus features, now. Yeah. I know you talked about uh, when we're discussing this, uh, mm -hmm. kind of giving some things that you know people can maybe uh, download or certain things that they can get mm -hmm. while they're reading the book. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, is that something that you know? And how much of that is it? Just are you doing like a little bit or? Yeah, you know? yeah. I would like to with the audio version have a downloadable you know sheet um, because I do think that as adult learners you want some of that hands-on visibility. So um, yes, I will be including that. And then on my website, you can also already find at bornunbreakable.com the placeholder for where you'll be able to buy my book. And um, so there'll be some extra features that we add there too. Perfect. So we're going to be doing more of these. We're going to be getting, uh, we're going to dive into more of what the book is and, and the sections of it mm -hmm. as, we, as we go along. Um, is there a, do we have a date 
Yeah, the goal right now, you know, we're in the early stages, like you just mentioned. Um, this is a little different. You know, we're sharing more about the process, not just like the final product, which most people do, yeah. is they just come out and say, like, buy my book, it's so amazing. Um, so it's in the copywriting process right now. So the goal after we find which publisher we want to land with um, will be next year. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So well, there's going to be more to come. Yes. So stay tuned. Uh, more episodes on this, uh, the, the road to the releasing of Born Unbreakable. I'm here with Coach Dez, Desiree Maya, Little Dez. Uh, I'm Aaron Aguilar, and see you guys on the next episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast show. How was that interview with me in the hot seat getting interviewed by Aaron? What a fun time. And as I mentioned, we will be doing more of that and we will delve into the actual content of the book. You might be asking yourself now, what exactly are you talking about in that book about self-limiting beliefs? You know now that there are stories from myself and from others that who have come on the show, but there are some other claims that I make about how to overcome your self-limiting beliefs. I actually have a methodology that I will reveal called A5. And it's pretty amazing. It's pretty awesome. And I think it is going to absolutely transform the way you think about self-limiting beliefs that you might have, whether it's not feeling worthy, not feeling enough, not feeling capable, not feeling any kind of enoughness that you've ever experienced in your life, whether it's in relationships or business or dreams that you have that have always been brewing in your heart and in your soul that for some reason you just haven't taken that leap of faith because your fear has been bigger than your faith. And I'm here to tell you today that I am a testimony as is guests that have been on my show, as I will share with you in this book that you are enough, you are capable, you are worthy. And I hope that with the content that I'm continuing to put out there, you will see just that. So give me your feedback. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more like it, give us a rate and review. Go to Apple Podcasts. That is the place that is the most useful for us to get your feedback. So go to Born Unbreakable, follow, subscribe, and then hit the star ratings. Give us that review. It will only take about 30 seconds of your time. And also do me a favor, share this episode with someone who needs to learn about this book that I'm writing. And also, I just want to thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I appreciate every single one of you that has been with me since Bliss Beyond Fear through this journey of Born Unbreakable and are sticking with me because there is so much more that is coming and I can't wait to announce it, but I don't want to reveal it all in just this one episode. So I will leave you with this. Remember that you are your only limit. So take action today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in and get excited for the next episodes to come. They're going to be amazing.